Welcome to the WP Tonic Podcast, where each week Jonathan and his co-host interview the leading experts in WordPress, e-learning, and online marketing. Jonathan, take it away. Welcome back, folks, to the WP Tonic Show. This is episode 500, uh, a milestone which I never thought I would reach. Uh, um, I've lost a lot of my hair. Um, I've got a bit wiser. It's been a winding road for the past few years. You've st- stayed with me, listeners and viewers. The WP Tonic Tribe has grown, and you you like what you hear. The numbers are growing, and um, I've got a great co-host, and we've got a great guest. We've got Zach Cartes. Like the like the Meow Kitties. Yeah, 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 right. And he's the founder of Gravity View. It's a great plugin. We're going to be discussing why he started it. So, um, and also got my great co-host, um, Agent, with me. So, um, Zach, would you like to just have a quick introduction? Who you are? Just like a just a quick snippet. Sure. Uh, my name is Zach Katz, and I have been working in WordPress since about 2008, and I started developing plugins as needed for clients when I was doing client work and client websites. And every time they came across a problem that WordPress didn't have a solution to, I, I would think to myself, well, I can just create a plugin for this. And uh, I put it on the plugin directory and I have something like 38 plugins on there right now that are horribly uh, poorly maintained at the moment, but um, that's how I got into WordPress. And uh, it's, uh, it's been a wonderful platform and a great community. And it's how I know most of my people now. <laughs> All right. And I've got my great co-host, Adrian. Adrian, would you like to quickly introduce yourself to the new listeners and viewers? Hi, everybody. My name is Adrian. I am the CEO and founder of Groundhog, and we help small businesses launch their email marketing funnels. It's a great product. Um, I just want to um, talk about a couple of our sponsors that enable me to continue the show and provide great guests like Zach to you, listeners and viewers. And let's start off with Kinsta. Kinsta has been our major um, supporting hosting partner for the past couple of years. We host the WP Tonic website with them. They only specialize in WordPress hosting, and it's really quality WordPress hosting. If you've got a site, a WooCommerce site, or a learning management um, website yourself or for clients, you really want to look at Kinsta as your possible hosting partner. They use Google Cloud, so it's some of the best hosting technology on the market at the present moment, but they provide a totally unique interface. And like when I go to other clients' websites and have to use other hosting providers' interfaces, I think to myself straight away, I couldn't go back to the old systems after using Kinsta. Also, you get some of the best 24-7 support, and I really mean that. Whenever I've had a problem with a client's website that's hosted on Kinsta or my own websites, um, the person that I've started the conversation has been able to deal with the problem and deal with it on the spot, which is quite different to a lot of hosting um, providers can provide. So if that really sounds interesting, go over to Kinsta and buy one of their packages and tell them that you heard about them on the WP Tonic Show. We've got a new second um, 
sponsor. Um, it's WP Fusion, and WP Fusion has sponsored the show a number of times. It's a great product. Um, it's one of the most powerful products on the market at the present moment when it comes to functionality. Basically, it enables you to do a lot of things with WooCommerce and with learning management systems. And it's the kind of, it enables you to communicate with your external CRMs like Drip, like Active Campaign. And you can, as a developer, you can do amazing things with your clients with WP Fusion and your other stack of software that you rely on. I suggest you go over and look at what WP Fusion has to offer. And like I say, if you decide to buy, um, tell them that, that, that you heard about them on the WP Tonic show. So, Zach, so, you, you know, you said you started um, building plugins. So you must, um, what, did you have a software, a software background or a background? Had you um, had any kind of formal education when you started playing around with um, WordPress? My formal education was using tools like Blogger and trying to customize the HTML. Uh, I don't really have any formal education um, behind code. I did go to school uh, for to learn how to use Illustrator and uh, to learn how to use Flash and th- tools like that. But um, I taught myself how to code with a PHP and my sequel book, and that's that got me. Uh, it got me started. I just wow. me and my highlighter. <laughs> oh blimey! Well, you you said a determined man. So, what led to starting Gravity View? What what was the process, and why did you start the um, plugin and the business? I uh, had a client who I. Whenever I set up a client website, the first thing I do is I install Gravity Forms because it's the best form plugin out there. And uh, every time I would install Gravity Forms with a different client site, the client needed something else. Uh, that So I created the Constant Contact add-on, for example, and things like that to integrate with different services. This one client uh, ran a animal welfare uh, nonprofit, and they needed a way to d- uh, display a directory of people who helped animals. And I said, well, you have this intake form and this intake form has people entering all their information already. Why not power the directory using Gravity Forms data itself? Uh, And so that led to the creation of the Gravity Forms add-on plugin, which uh, eventually turned into Gravity View, uh, my premium plugin. All right, and was it your first premium? It was, yeah. Well, actually, I had a, I had a, I had a real estate plug-in that didn't go too hot, but uh, like, it was the first um, premium plug-in that I was happy to to run. <laughs> right. Over to you, Adrian. So, uh, what? How how old exactly is Gravity View? It was launched in 2014 in July. So okay. it's about six years old. Six years old. That that's funny. That's that's probably about the same time that I actually entered the WordPress community. <laughs> nice. Um, so it's been around for a long time. It's obviously like the most plugin you're you're well known for at this point. And I'm I'm curious to know. Well, get, give us some of like your early days trials and tribulations of trying to trying to grow this plugin. Uh, I am in the 
uh, early days. I actually launched a new plugin yesterday and I'm kind of a year and a half into another one. So I'm curious to know over six years, some of the cool things that you've learned about trying to scale up a, a premium, because there's no freemium, there's no free version for Gravity, correct? No. And yeah. So, this, so GitHub.org or GitHub.com for free. Uh, if people are wanting to check out the code, but that doesn't include support and updates and things yeah. Like that. So, yeah. so unlike a lot of like plugins in the WordPress space, you didn't go the freemium road. So, there's a couple of questions in there. So, let's talk about why you didn't choose freemium like so many other WordPress companies, because that's an interesting conversation. Sure. Uh, well, having so many plugins on WordPress.org, I was wary of providing support for free. Um, I knew that support would be the biggest cost that our company would have. And it is, uh, you know, the, the costs of development, uh, well, are probably about the same as support, but development and support are the two biggest costs. And if we can make it so that only people who pay get support, then uh, we can control the amount of support that we provide and limit the, the overhead. Um, and the plugin business itself has zero marginal costs. You put software up there and people can download it and and it all runs in the background on a server for 40 bucks a month, right? Like it's, it runs itself in terms of the actual infrastructure of the downloads. What, what matters is, can you pay for development? Can we pay for support? Mm-hmm. And support is the most important thing for our product. And we have a great support team at Gravity View. And we're really proud of that. And we can afford that because we've charged for support all this time. And that's what we charge for. So... Going back six years, you're kind of just starting to sell Gravity View and build the brand and all of that stuff. Uh, give us your top three kind of hurdles that you had to overcome in terms of, I don't know, placement, branding, et cetera, that, that just made it super difficult. Or maybe it was super easy. I don't know. You can tell me. <laughs> it was easier than I think I expected because Gravity Forms is such an amazing partner. And uh, because people already had a product that they knew they wanted a feature for, that Gravity View solved that problem, uh, they already were paying for Gravity Forms, so they were used to paying for software, which is a hurdle, right, in Mm -hmm. in the WordPress space. Uh, Gravity View as a premium add-on is a lot easier when people are already paying for the parent product. So... uh, being built on top of something people are already paying for and really love and really need a functionality for, that's a really, that was a really good idea, it turns out. Um, one of the things that was amazing for me the day that we launched uh, was we got like 2000 something dollars in sales, I think. The, on the day, day one. On day one. That's pretty and, good. <laughs> and the reason we got that was because I had set up a mailing list in advance and spent a lot of time actually trying to build that mailing list. Now these, (laughs) it's amazing how when you run a business, you keep on forgetting all the good things that you've done. And, Mm -hmm. uh, but this is one of the things that I want to remind myself, you know, when you launch a product, uh, tell people about it. When you, when you're trying to uh, gain interest in a product, promote it before it's launched. Like these are things that are, that are really intensive in terms of the amount of time it takes well a lot of people a lot of people worry about that don't they they worry that somebody else is going to take their idea and develop something before them but that's very unlikely isn't it i feel yeah and uh the idea 
you know, it's all about the execution. Everybody can have the same idea and implement it in different ways. And whoever has the better mailing list, you know, is going to have a better start, right? So you said about this mailing list, you know, it's easier said than done, but maybe it's because of your target audience maybe was developer types. I don't know. So you said you, what was, what was your mythology around building a mailing list then? I used a, um, a landing page. I registered the domain. Um, I created some graphics to build, uh, to build, uh, excitement around it. The illustrator, and, uh, the illustrator knowledge coming in handy. <laughs> exactly. Very, very important <laughs> illustrator knowledge. And, uh, I had a, the plugin on wordpress.org based on the site for the client that I did. So that free plugin was being used as a driver and I had, you know, uh, information in the plugin settings page that said, you know, come here and sign up for, you know, a way better plugin that is going to be going to blow your mind. So they, they, the lead generation of .org was really important in the launch success. So how far were you in your WordPress coding development um, journey at this stage? Or had you, had you at that stage got some people to help you? Yeah, um, I actually didn't develop most of the back end of Gravity View. Uh, I hired somebody to do it, and uh, Luis Godino uh, in in Portugal did most of the uh, back end of Gravity View, and I was more concerned about the user interface and the user experience, and I was helping guide that that process. Um, and I was I'm as I think a lot of people are. I'm never confident in my code skills, but then I look back and I think, well, I actually could have. I, I was better than I thought. And right now I'm better than I th- think I am. <laughs> so I'm always wondering, like, am I, you know, should I hire this out or should I do it myself? And, you know, it's, I, my, my code is fine. It's really, I, I'm, I know best practices in WordPress, you know, like forward and backward by this point. So um, it's all a matter of perspective, I think, in terms of the confidence I have in my own coding ability. All right, we're going to go for our break. We're coming back. We're going to delve some more in Gravity View. We'll be back in a few moments, folks. Are you a WordPress consultant, designer, or small digital agency owner? Then you need WP Tonic as your trusted white-label developer partner for your next big e-learning or WooCommerce project. WP Tonic has the knowledge to help you build out custom functionality that your clients need in LearnDash, Lifter LMS, and WooCommerce. WP Tonic is well-known and trusted in the WordPress community. They stand behind their work with a full, no-question-asked, 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Find out how WP Tonic's white-label services can help your agency today. Go to wp-tonic.com's homepage and book a free consultation with Jonathan. That's wp-tonic, just like the podcast. Coming back, it's episode 500, folks. I think that's quite an achievement, really. Most people burn out well before that. I, I have a few good questions, actually. I, uh, there, there's, so there's something I want to talk about, and that's the music video, the, the Gravity View music video. I'm not sure if anybody uh, else uh, has seen this Gravity View music video, but it is a work of art and super catchy. And I just want to know the, the backstory about how that came to be and, and why you, know, you woke up one day and like, you know what would be a great idea? 
<laughs> music video. So can you can you explain to us that process? <laughs> sure. Uh, well, I knew that Floaty in the background here uh, is is our mascot for Gravity View. And did you design really... Floaty with your illustrator skills, by the way? I did Or did not. you hire that out? No. Okay. I hired that out. 99 Designs, actually. Um, but once I saw Floaty, I knew that, that he was the one because he's so cute. And I thought to myself, you know, what is the, how can you feature, um, how can you promote a brand and promote a product that isn't a boring explainer video that, that is more interesting and still kind of gets the idea across and leaves people wanting to know more. Um, and one of my favorite podcasts is Accidental Tech Podcast, and it is, uh, it has a theme song that was done by Jonathan Mann. And in the show notes of the Accidental Tech Podcast, they say, you know, song by Jonathan Mann. So I contacted him and he's an amazing guy. He's really, he's a really great person to work with. He's a really nice person and he's an amazing artist. And uh, I said, you know, hey, are you willing to do this? And he said, absolutely. Uh, I let him know all about Floaty. You know, his favorite day is Tuesday. <laughs> he lives on the space station. And, uh, and I let him know about our product and what kind of things the product can do and what, it should, what it's best used for. And he came back with lyrics and he created the video and he did, he did all the dance moves himself. Uh, and it, he is an amazing person to work with. So I'm blessed that he was so talented and, and helped create that that experience for and if you haven't listened to it check google gravity view music video because it's right isn't it right on the homepage at the moment well we actually hired jonathan to do an explainer video uh okay instead because we did a split test and it turns out the music video didn't convey as much <laughs> oh no <laughs> but it's but more it, fun it was i mean it did go like viral for like a few days there it got it went it was, viral so I launched it. I launched the music video a few days before the Pressnomics conference, and it was really fun to show up at Pressnomics and have. It was the first time I'd ever gone to Pressnomics, and it felt like it was an entree into a world uh, that I didn't wasn't familiar with because everybody was singing the Gravity View music video and said, <laughs> "Hey, hey, hey, that's the guy that did that." And yeah. Uh, that, that that that's fun, but turns out not as effective as just your good old fashioned generic get her done explainer video, huh? Turns out that creating a script that you know targets your audience and what they're trying to accomplish with your software is probably a little better, but uh, <laughs> it's not as much fun and it doesn't get stuck in your head for days. So the the whole idea of advertising jingles, I think, is uh, is definitely due I- due for a comeback. Do uh, send me the link and I'll make sure it's in the show notes, right? Will do. All right, and then so the viewers can expose themselves to it. Um, so, you know, um, I understand, you know, a lot of people, they find a main plugin and they build a, a, a really strong business on the foundations of another plugin, but also it's got its risks, um, I think one of the things about Gravity Forms, their relationship with third-party developers that have built kind of semi-business on the core has been handled reasonably well. But did you have some substantial fears about building this? Because, you know, you, you said it was easier, but it has got its risks, hasn't it, Zach? It does. Um, there 
they're a really good team to work with at Gravity Forms and Rocket Genius. And uh, it turns out <laughs> one of, when I uh, finished building the plugin and launched it, I found this forum article on or forum topic on Gravity Forms' forum that said, uh, yeah, we were actually working on something along these lines and we stopped because it turns out Gravity View does it, you know, really well. And I, I felt a big sense of relief because, you know, it, it would have definitely hindered the growth of Gravity View. But at this point, Gravity View has so much functionality, it, it would take anybody a, t- a lot of time to build out the, the um, amount of functionality. You can almost say it takes six years. <laughs> you, you might say it, it would take six years. And, you know, I think that Gravity Forms sees the value in a strong third-party developer community, and they... Uh, while they are doing a lot to enhance their own plugin, they also uh, leave um, niche uh, functionality to third-party developers to implement and create a good ecosystem around the plugin. Because they know that we're brand ambassadors and that we're advertising Gravity Forms and uh, they're you know promoting us in turn. So I think that that's a really healthy uh, relationship. Is there an official relationship between Gravity View and Gravity Forms that's more than just affiliate links per se uh we're we're working on that but i can't i can't really talk about it oh. uh, it's something that <laughs> that will probably be it short answer no right okay. like long answer you know uh probably they're probably going to be announcing something in the next you know few months that uh related to the community and not gravity view specifically mm-hmm. but, but a more or more kind of like yeah third-party developers organization type deal possibly possibly okay well we're going to keep an eye out for that maybe a maybe a future friday panel conversation jonathan yeah sure um where where do you in the next year what are some of the have you got some goals for gravity view some functionality that you might be able to discuss i know it's tricky because some things you can't discuss um but are there any any roadways that you want to take the present product? Sure. Um, one of the things that we have been waiting for for a long time is the Gutenberg functionality to get catch up to what we need it to be uh, so that we can support a builder interface that for our layouts uh, that is like a page builder, but we don't have to develop it ourselves. So ability to have columns, uh, that's that's still kind of it's it's working but it's kind of still in beta in gutenberg uh so we're we're waiting for a little more functionality so that people on the front end of gravity view uh can actually build the view dynamically and see how it will look and preview everything in in place and uh and rework the entire user interface essentially and have you considered doing that with some of the leading page builders like animator that's we've looked into that uh and if we might actually end up going that way still um we have some blocks and short codes that are designed to integrate with page builders uh if if the gutenberg angle doesn't work out um in terms of our development um well it probably will in the end but i meant more in business terms because you know I think like animators got over six million users now so that's a substantial market that you can't just dismiss really is it Zach? yes well it's also like the it's the intersection of gravity forms people in elementor which is probably a little bit smaller than six million but still substantial yeah 
What's the, uh, what's, uh, just for people who, you know, the, maybe uh, we have a lot of people who probably don't, never heard of Gravity Forums, don't use it, never heard of Gravity View. I mean, those, they're, they're out there despite, you know, their massive like brand dominance. So what would be the ideal use case uh, or an example use case of, of a type of person that would seriously benefit from a Gravity Forms and, and Gravity View implementation? Sure. Um... There are so many use cases. So there are unlimited different ways to set up a form. And there are unlimited different ways to display that form data using Gravity View. So it really varies. But here's an example. Um, if, uh, if you have a teacher that is collecting um, grades, or like, sorry, collecting um, submissions from students, and then just wanting the student to see their own submissions and their own grades live on the website. That's that's just a form and Gravity View away. Um, if you have member directories and uh, profile pages where you want to show, um, you know, information that the person has submitted, like you can log in and see the, all the forms that you submitted. That kind of functionality is a breeze to set up with Gravity View. So it's just uh, install Gravity Forms over the form, and then you install the Gravity View, and there's some sort of like integration happening there. Yeah. And yeah. we have a lot of people who, during the COVID crisis, turned to Gravity Forms and Gravity View to display a list of resources, for example, for here are people who are offering help, and here are people who have resources that they can share uh, like uh, with, with the community, for example. Um, like this person has uh, masks to donate and uh, this person needs help with childcare. And so you can have forms that are set up and displaying this publicly moderated easily using gravity forms in the back end or gravity view in the front end. Um, just a great way to collect data from users and display that to the world uh, without having to worry about setting up custom post types and doing all the WordPress finagling that could be uh, the way that you would do it. A little bit more daunting. Review. Yeah, exactly. It's a way that you can do all that stuff and create applications without having to use WordPress custom post types and like maybe uh, advanced custom fields, for example. Wow, super cool. Thank you. I We use Gravity Forms, me and my agency. Um, I, you know, I've had it for quite a while now, grandfathered in. My only criticism of Gravity Forms is that, you know, um, I don't have to deal with it now because um, I've got a couple of developers that work for me, but their support system, um, they, they had a forum and then they dropped it and then it's just direct ticketing. And then, but Google, you still have these um, very old forum posts you know, that are like seven years old. Uh, I, I just do not understand the logic of why they did that. What was your thoughts about that? Well, the good news is the community forums are back. Oh, and they're God. better than ever. <laughs> they, uh, they moved to Discourse, uh, which is awesome. I'm really glad that they chose to make it public again because it really was a, a huge resource for people. Um, and they're actively maintaining it and actively responding to requests. And they're really they're doing a great job with wow. their forum. So you'll be glad to hear that it's, it's back in action. They needed to do that. So yeah. um, you're okay staying on for another 10, 12 minutes. Um, Absolutely. Uh, we, call it, we call it bonus content. 
Um, but we're going to wrap up the podcast part of the show. So, Zach, um, what's the best way for people to find out more about you and your plugin? Uh, you can find me at Zach Katz, Z-A-C-K-K-A-T-Z on Twitter. And you can find out about Gravity View at gravityview.co. And don't worry about the .co because .com goes there too. So gravityview.com works as well. And Adrian, how can people find out more about you and uh, your company and what you're up to? Uh, so if you're a business that needs help uh, with building a list uh, in order to send people to a Gravity Forum so they can look at a wonderful uh, Gravity View built page, then you can go to groundhog2gs.io uh, to get a free list building tool and CRM toolkit. Yeah. And if you really want to support um, WP Tonic is join our monthly newsletter. Um, if you go to the WP Tonic website, it's really easy. You can download one of our lead magnets. Um, it's on the sidebar in the header. There's loads of places to sign up. And what it does is you'll receive a great um, newsletter that we've revised that has our latest posts, our latest recommendations from the WP tonic roundtable show it has a lot of value and it really does help the show that you join the newsletter so if that's something you could do i would really appreciate you signing up we'll be next we will be back next week with another great guest or internal discussion we'll see you soon folks bye Thanks for listening to the WP Tonic Podcast, the podcast that gives you a dose of WordPress medicine twice a week.